Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of... Forever News! The only news source that provides anything and everything anime and manga related. And we don't bore you. We get into it. Let's do it! This is for my day one. My day one. This is for my day one. My day one. And before we continue with this episode, I would like to remind you guys that my album, The Rise of Tim Rose is out now on all streaming platforms Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes wherever you get your music and stream it it is there please check it out it has some really awesome joints like Day Ones, Mistakes and so many awesome songs that a lot of people are giving me some great feedback too and yeah I'd greatly appreciate it if you take a listen have an awesome one. Now on with the stories, shall we? And first on the docket, very, very big story because it's been for a bit now that the author of Jujutsu Kaisen, Gega Akutami, has been saying that essentially Jujutsu Kaisen was going to end. I remember it was actually within a few weeks of each other, Gega Akutami had came out with some author comments and interviews basically saying, yeah, I'm wrapping this bad boy up. I think they even said specifically by the end of this year, but pretty much that, yeah, the, the countdown was definitely definitely on and it was going to be ending so much so that honestly it's had me thinking well okay we're in the final arc we're in the final stretch and Gegakutami is trying to end this manga basically by the end of this year it's going to end here very shortly however recently at anime expo word has circulated that apparently Gegakutami had a quote where they kind of said something a little bit contradictory to a lot of those statements that have been made regarding Jujutsu Kaisen ending really really soon Jujutsu Kaisen creator assures the manga is far from done in a new note. Gege Akutami on Jujutsu Kaisen's finale. Here's what the creator of Jujutsu Tech had to say when it came to working on the series as well as prepping for its finale. Again, I want to say that this comes out of Anime Expo. I can't speak English but only Japanese and I've never even traveled outside of Japan. The fact that my manga has been able to cross the ocean and be enjoyed by so many people feels so mysterious to me. But also, I'm very grateful. I'll do my best to meet fans' expectations all over the world as I wrap up the Jujutsu Kaisen story and as I also work on future manga as well. Gege's editor then clarified the statement. The manga isn't going to end anytime soon, but it's in its wrapping up phase. Hmm. That might not necessarily mean Gaga Akutami is trying to keep the manga going longer. That might mean that while Gaga Akutami is doing everything in their power to finish up the story, the editorial staff at Shueisha, Shonen Jump, and in general, all the people in the higher-ups are like... Yo, this is the biggest selling manga we have outside of One Piece. We don't want you to leave just yet. So we might be in a scenario of, think, the fourth great shinobi war of Naruto. Think even My Hero Academia's final arc as it's going right now. Basically that they announced, I want to say it was like 2010. Naruto is ending. This is the final arc, baby. Let's go. And then it lasts for another four years. So it could very well be that Jujutsu Kaisen, while Gaga Akutami has been saying yo dog i'm about to end this you know i'm about to end this it is technically about to end it's in its final phases but it might go on a little bit longer than 
even Gege originally said because it wasn't just a blanket statement that initially Gege had said. I want to say it was not even that long ago, maybe four or five months back. They basically said that they were trying to end this manga this year by the end of this year or within a year's time. But the fact that the editor is coming out and saying the manga isn't going to end anytime soon, but it's in its wrapping up phase, probably means that there's a battle between the author, Gege Akutami, that probably is like, yo, dog, I don't want to do this no more. I want to get up out of here. And the editorial staff and the higher up saying, yeah, but we can't really let you leave, dog. Matter of fact, you want to sign that extension contract over there and rock out a few more years, you know what I'm saying? Because, yeah, this kind of contradicts both of them. The fact that even Gege's statement there was basically saying that they're wrapping up the story and working on future manga, and then the editor coming out and saying something else, that's probably the case. I wouldn't be surprised if Gege is, I don't want to say being forced, but being very heavily influenced to write out as much as they possibly can to keep things going because there's no secret that Shonen Jump, as I've stated on several different occasions, doesn't really have any major hits to follow up once the big dogs like Jujutsu Kaisen, My Hero Academia, Black Clover, etc. Once a lot of these bad boys go, there really isn't anything to follow up. So Shonen Jump is probably looking like until we could get some big battle series hits that are close to getting an anime adaptation or something. How about you just rock a little bit longer, dog? We need you. Come on, Gege. Be, be the MVP. So I guess it's a matter of waiting and seeing how much longer, but it's looking like this might even be a, a case of extending things, and I hope not because the manga seems like it's really on its final stretch if you're actually caught up. Like the story is really at its climax, but we'll see, I guess. It's just kind of strange, a conflicting interest in both parties. Moving forward, if you're a fan of Hunt the Hunter or you've been wanting to get into Hunt the Hunter for quite some time, apparently if you're trying to watch it on streaming services such as, in particular, Netflix, you better hurry because apparently Hunt the Hunter may be leaving Netflix soon. Hunt the Hunter has become one of the biggest shonen franchises, focusing on the protagonist Gon and his friends as they navigate a world of hunters. It should come as no surprise that the fan favorite is available on quite a few streaming services. Unfortunately, it seems that Hunt the Hunter's days on Netflix might be limited as the TV series is preparing to depart the platform. If you haven't had an opportunity to check out the anime adaptation on Netflix, now might be a good time to dive in because according to number of reports, Hunt the Hunter is slated to leave Netflix at the end of this month on July 31st. Uh, so yeah, I guess we gotta wait and see what's going to happen with that. Um, honestly, it would be dope if it actually ran its course and they took it off and they put back or, you know, they licensed, shall I say, the OG Hunt the Hunter. I think that's kind of like a big bag waiting to happen because a lot of people would love, even though it's not technically, you know, finished adaptation, it stops, I want to say, right before Chimera Ant, if I'm not mistaken, because I was at the point where Tagashi just had started writing Chimera Ant back in the day or he hadn't gotten to writing uh, Chimera Ant. Yeah, it'd be dope. There's like about 90-something episodes, I think, of the OG Hunter Hunter. Put that bad boy on Netflix. Replace the 2011. Don't get me wrong. 2011 is a classic. It's incredible. It's amazing. One of the best shonen anime out there. But if you're going to take off one Hunter Hunter, we wouldn't mind seeing the other one. I'm just saying. Either way, if you want to watch Hunter Hunter on Netflix, you better get to it ASAP because, yeah, you got less than a month, fam, unless they renew the contract, which... Usually they don't unless there's like a high demand and I don't see there's a big high demand for an anime like Hunter Hunter that's almost 10 years old right now and majority of people that were going to watch Hunter Hunter 
probably watched Hunter Hunter. Moving forward, Pokemon fans, something really cool to note. Apparently, Pokemon Insider has leaked the first major details about the upcoming next game of Pokemon. According to a new rumor, the upcoming Pokemon Scarlet and Violet DLC is directly tied to the next mainline Pokemon game. Nintendo and Game Freak have yet to reveal the future of Pokemon. As a result, Pokemon leakers and insiders have the entire runway to drip feed information about what's next for the series, which is actually what a well-known Pokemon leaker that goes by the name Riddler Koo has been doing. According to the leaker, one of the characters pictured below, excluding Lacey, holds the key to the lore in the DLC, and it's a big spoiler for the next game. In case you don't know, this guy Riddler Koo has apparently been proven reliable and reputable in the past. However, they also are very cryptic and based on what they show is this image of a bunch of characters that i'll be honest with you i have no idea who they are <laughs> i haven't been caught up in the pokemon games for a little bit now i'm for some reason strangely really obsessed with playing pokemon yellow again shout outs to emulators baby I, hold on wait 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 there's my emulator right here. Hey, it looks like the old Game Boy Color, right? Yeah, buddy. But okay, it, it looks pretty freaking cool art-wise at the very least. And yeah, if you can make out what the heck any of that actually means, it looks like the next Pokemon game is, is somewhere within this image. So do your due diligence if you know Pokemon. Moving forward, apparently according to this, it says, Manga Plus is top 20 countries by user count as of April 2023. So I'm imagining this is the top 20 countries that that are on Manga Plus, and from 20 up is at 20 Russia, 19 Peru, 18 Colombia, 17 the UK, 16 Italy, 15 Vietnam, 14 Argentina, 13 Chile, 12 Canada, 11 India, 10 Spain, 9 Malaysia, 8 Germany, 7 Brazil, 6 Philippines, 5 Mexico, 4 France, 3 Indonesia, 2 Thailand, and the USA is number 1 on Manga Plus of the top 20 countries as of April 20. And yeah, I ain't gonna lie, Manga Plus is a pretty dope app. It's a, it's a pretty cool app where you can read stuff. I'm not a big fan of that whole, hey, if you read the chapter one time and you try to go back to it, you better have, you know, a, a paid subscription to the thing, which oftentimes is like a glitch. That's one of the reasons why I was reading uh, Don to Don, and I had to stop reading Don to Don because it kept getting me very upset that I wouldn't have read the chapter yet, but it would say I read the chapter, and ultimately I couldn't read the next chapter, and it's like, Come on, dog. You trying to you trying to force my arm? You know what I'm saying? You trying to pull my my arm into this situation? I just want to read manga for free on this app. Let me be in peace. So yeah, not not a big fan of that aspect. But shout out to all of the uh, apparent countries that be enjoying themselves some uh, manga plus. Again, the USA at the tippy top of uh, readers. Yeah. Moving forward, Weekly Shonen Jump will apparently be receiving a special group cover to commemorate the 55th anniversary of the magazine next week in Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 33. Special appendices, gifts, and lotteries will also be included in the issue, so this is one of those issues to uh, kind of import. Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 33 will also include a special chronological hit appendix featuring successful series of the magazine through its 55 years of life the magazine also teases something else alongside the cover and an extra and i'm gonna be honest with you yeah this is going to be a big issue because this is going to be the issue that has minato's one shot from naruto this is going to be celebrating the 55 year anniversary 
this is going to be a very big one so expect a lot of surprises probably expect a lot of the manga that you read whatever's going to be published in that issue to have some banging chapters because yeah when you get published alongside uh you know a naruto spin-off manga you probably want to bring your a game especially if it's like the big 55 anniversary thing you want to leave a lasting impression on people and in general make a memory so yeah i'm looking forward to that issue of jump 1000 percent is that the issue where one piece returns that might be the issue where one piece returns i want to say uh, if not it'll be like the week after because it's already been a few weeks but yeah looking forward to it and either way uh can't wait to see what that group cover is going to look like they better have minato and naruto in it i'm just saying like come on how you gonna have a one shot in there and then i have one of the goats you dig <laughs> moving forward apparently jujutsu kaisen is heading to the real world in this live action video i spoke about that they were going to do a live action promo in the last episode of forever news the promo is actually out it says here to celebrate the triple jujutsu kaisen release of the 23rd volume being released the first tv airing of jujutsu kaisen zero in japan and the premiere of the second season which is out now as you're watching this a special live action promotional video for the series was released on, J on japanese tv after the broadcast of the film and on youtube shortly after the video doesn't have any of the characters of the series in their first live action appearances it was only meant to capture the worldview of jujutsu kaisen in live action it does have a few voiceovers from some fan favorite so yeah based on what i've saw of it it has like the voice actors of i want to say gojo's voice actor was in there as well it has like a lot of the cast speaking and you see like buildings and, and stuff like that that kind of look like things that you've seen in like the shibuya incident because of course they're gonna go promoting massively heavy a lot of the architecture and whatnot that you actually see in some of the parts of season two of the anime that's upcoming and yeah it looks like a cool visual it would have been dope to see some like live action cameos but i'm imagining they're waiting until jujutsu Kaisen announces yo it's ending and then they're gonna be like hey Jujutsu Kaisen live action movie coming in like 20 years because uh, yo didn't they announce like a Naruto live action movie back in like 2015 and it's been like eight years and still nothing <laughs> like yo they'd be scared to drop them live actions but hey kudos to this little brief uh promo for Jujutsu Kaisen's upcoming season or well the season is out and yeah I'm probably gonna watch the episode after I finish uh filming this episode Moving forward, if you was curious at all about what's happening with the Tokyo Revengers live action, apparently, according to this, in the Japanese box office, Tokyo Revengers third, damn, third, they already three movies in, live action film has beat out Indiana Jones in its opening weekend. Tokyo Revengers 2, Chino Valentine, Hen Kessen, the third installment of the Tokyo Revengers live action film series, opened in 361 theaters across Japan on June 30th, then earned an impressive 605 million yen roughly 4.19 million usd on 469,600 admissions in its first three-day weekend the opening weekend gross was about 103.7 percent of that of the previous second installment tokyo revenge's two chi no valentine hen ume released in japan on april 21st honestly these namings are horrible maybe it, like suits japan but the namings is terrible the 96 minute film became the top ticket selling film of the weekend of june 30th through july 7th beating the latest installment of the harrison ford starring indiana jones franchise indiana jones and the dial of destiny which made 648 million yen about 4.4 million usd on 448 
48,000 admissions in its opening weekend in Japan. The difference in results may be attributed to the fact that Tokyo Revengers had a larger young audience with lower ticket prices. Meanwhile, the film ranked fourth in filmmakers' first day satisfaction rankings with an average rating of 3.83 out of 5 based on 1,091. One position below Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. And that's crazy, yo. Tokyo Revengers beating out Indiana Jones. But then again, it's Japan and you know, Indiana Jones is more of like a Western thing. Tokyo Revengers is more of a Japanese thing. So, kind of makes sense at the end of the day. But, yeah, that's crazy. Three movies deep and still successful despite all of the backlash for the manga. Yeah. Moving forward, solo leveling fans. Apparently, solo leveling anime premieres new trailer at Anime Expo 2023. And not apparently because I've seen the damn thing. A brand new trailer for the upcoming solo leveling anime adaptation has been revealed. The trailer made its world premiere during the Crunchyroll Industry Panel at Anime Expo 2023 giving fans their best look yet at what to expect when the highly anticipated anime series arrives next winter. The new trailer revealed by the series produced on stage gives us a brief introduction to a handful of characters we'll meet in the series, including protagonists Song Baok, Yoon Ho, and Cha Ha In. Adapted from the digital comic series published to Tappy Toon of the same name by Dubu, Red Eye Studio, Chu Gong, and H. Goong. The anime series was first revealed by Aniplex and Crunchyroll at Anime Expo 2022. And yeah, based off this trailer, I'm not going to lie, the art and animation look great. I'm very excited. I've only read like, I want to say like a chapter or two back in the day. So I'm a big noob when it comes to watching and you know checking out solo leveling. I don't really know much about the series. So I'm massively excited to see what this whole thing is, especially because considering the fact that it's not typical anime. It's not based on a Japanese manga. It's based off of a Korean, you know, tappy tune, a Korean uh, webcomic, so to speak. So I'm looking forward to seeing the differences because just like when you watch The God of High School or Tower of God, if you're seasoned enough with anime, you could kind of tell the writing style differences between anime or between, you know, Korean webcomics and manga in particular. It shows like yeah, there's there's definitely a distinct stylistic difference between the two. So looking forward to seeing what solo leveling delivers, especially all the hype. Like everybody has made it seem like solo leveling is the Dragon Ball Z of, you know, web comics of Korea. So let's see if it delivers. Moving forward, Bandai Namco announces One Piece Day 2023 live stream on YouTube in English. Bandai Namco announced that this year's installment of the annual One Piece Day fan event will be live streamed to international audiences for the first time with simultaneous English interpretation for most events. One Piece Day 2023 brings together all aspects of the One Piece franchise including manga, anime, movies, music, games, and merchandise for fans all over the world with Bandai Namco Entertainment, Toei Animation, and Shueisha working together to hold the event. One Piece Day 2023 will be held at Tokyo Big Site on Friday, July 21st and Saturday, July 22nd. The event will be streamed internationally via YouTube. An announcement trailer is... And honestly, that's pretty freaking exciting. I'm so glad, like, between the fact that, you know, they started streaming Jump Festa in English and whatnot, something that felt like, oh man, no, that's never gonna happen. And now they're doing this One Piece Day thing. This is just wins all around for people that are outside of Japan. It's like, oh, we actually are gonna be able to experience these things at the same time as the Japanese. And considering anime and manga has gone super ultra global and a lot of people are really enjoying it nowadays this makes sense and i'm glad that shueisha is starting to get a little bit with the times when it comes to the digital era and in general the fact that people outside of japan actually really love anime and manga yeah kudos to one piece for this one and since we're on the ballpark of talking one piece apparently crunchyroll has added 
One Piece Anime's English dub. Crunchyroll announced during its panel at Anime Expo on Monday that it will begin streaming the English dub for the One Piece anime on Wednesday in the United States, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and South Africa. The first 900 episodes of the English dub will stream on Crunchyroll on that day. New episodes will stream on Crunchyroll as they are produced. So, golly, yeah. We reported that they actually did a premiere for like episode 1000 at, uh, I believe, Anime Expo, but there's 976 episodes of One Piece English dub that currently out right now. That is pretty freaking huge. Toy Animation and Crunchyroll screened the world premiere of the One Piece anime's 1000th English dub episode at Anime Expo on Sunday. The ongoing anime adaptation premiered in 1999, of course, and yeah, that's crazy. Wow, 976 episodes, and well, at the very least, if you've ever been interested in One Piece, maybe you don't want to watch sub. Maybe you want to be able to multitask, work on something else, play something, but you also want to get into One Piece, you got 976 episodes, all English dubbed. I think Netflix has, I don't know how many episodes, or they had One Piece. I don't know if they still have the One Piece uh, anime out there anymore, but if you got Crunchyroll, you got the whole damn thing right there, damn near, all the way up to almost episode 1000. What more could you ask for? Big wins right there. That is pretty massive for One Piece fans, and in general, anybody that is looking forward or looking to get into One Piece's anime... There you go. Although a lot of people be like, I just want to watch it in sub. I'm sorry. At the point I'm in in my life, sure, I like to have subtitles just to make sure I, you know, gather everything I can get from the info. But I prefer to have my English dub on just so that I can, you know, indulge the way I want. Moving forward, apparently Toei and Toei Animation. Why are they, like, separating them? Isn't Toei... Toei Animation? That's weird. But Toei Toei Animation established new Flare Creators Company. Toei and Toei Animation announced on Tuesday that they have established a new company, Flare Creators, as of June 28th. The company will handle planning, marketing, production, advertising, and business development for original content, which includes 2D and 3D CG anime, live action, television works, films, and games. Flare Creators will utilize both Toei and Toei Animation. What the hell is the difference between the two? Since when was there a Toei and a Toei Animation. What the hell? And we'll gather creators for creating works for Japan all around the world. Flare creators will take the initiative in IP management by actively working on production and pre-production. It will also cooperate with partners. In addition, the company will promote the adaptation of manga and novels into films, as well as rebrand plans for existing IPs. According to the company, the name Flare, referring to flashes and flames caused by explosions in the atmosphere around the sun, represents the group's strengths to create projects that will impact the world. Hiromi Kitazaki, who joined Toy Animation in 2001 and is now an advisor of the company, will be the new company's representative director. Toshiyuki Matsui, the first slam dunk, will serve as executive producer. And yeah, it seems as though once again they're expanding even further and it's dope that it seems as though it's going to, you know, allow more opportunity for creatives to create. So that's kind of fire, but I ain't gonna lie, I'm just puzzled since when it's been a Toei and then a Toei animation. Like that that must be a very recent thing or just something that has totally went by me because what <laughs> you know that's bizarre moving forward seven deadly sins fans apparently we finally got a release date for the seven deadly sins four nights of the apocalypse anime it says seven deadly sins four nights of the apocalypse anime will premiere on october 8th the staff for the tv anime adaptation of nakama suzuki's Four Nights of the Apocalypse, Seven Deadly Sins. Sequel manga announced on Tuesday that the anime will debut on October 8th on TBS and its affiliates. The Japan Anniversary Association declared 
July 4th for to be the seven deadly sins for Nights of the Apocalypse Day. Oh, I get it. Seven for July, four for Four Nights of the Apocalypse, seven deadly sins for Nights of the Apocalypse. I don't know why they declare that a day, though. Like, the series hasn't even animated yet. The manga hasn't made that much impact. Like, I said this before i'll say it again like you know demon slayer is worthy of a day or something like that even jujutsu kaisen i don't know about four nights of the apocalypse original creator suzuki drew a commemorative illustration with the main character of the original series meliodas passing the baton to the sequel's protagonist percival with a high five basically you know to commemorate it and looking here the image looks pretty cool I ain't gonna lie and it's just kind of crazy like yo nakaba suzuki he people, people sleep on him because the anime adaptation of the seven deadly sins has been botched to all hell a lot of people forget that he has been making quietly some noise for quite some time and it's showing and shout outs to anga lie i'm definitely jumping into this one uh when it comes out although i don't know what they're going to do in terms of being you know licensed and bringing it over here to the west if it's october 8th over there it will be dope if it's not netflix and i doubt it's not going to like 99.9 percent it's netflix i have no doubt in my mind that netflix is the ones that's going to have it i just hope they don't do the whole netflix jail thing like it's old People don't want to wait a hundred thousand years for stuff that they could easily hop onto some pirated website and watch it. Just bring it as it comes out in Japan. It's totally fine. We're okay with it. We're, we're, we're you know what I'm saying like, come on, dog. I mean, I get it. They have you know analytics that show people love to binge watch the Seven Deadly Sins. So maybe it would be in the best interest of the Four Nights of the Apocalypse to have it come out in bulk. Just stop. <laughs> Just give us the goddamn anime as it comes out because yeah, I'm really excited about this one. I've watched all of the Seven Deadly Sins, all the movies. I'm ready for the sequel, Four Nights of the Apocalypse, and to see more of what Nakaba Suzuki's been cooking up. I I read one one or two chapters of it and i really liked what i read moving forward really really exciting stuff now i told you guys over on forever news which is right here that recently wit studio had announced that they are doing a new isekai anime you know a life in another world type anime and they were going to be utilizing some characters from the dc universe now immediately i thought to myself what they're gonna have like a superman batman they already got the adventures of superman that's out that kind of looks like anime style so i don't think wit is going to be doing superman stuff like what's up well apparently warner brothers japan wit studios unveil original anime series suicide squad isekai based on dc characters warner brothers japan and wit studio announced at their panel at anime expo on monday their original anime series titled suicide squad isekai based on famous dc characters warner brothers describes the original anime story dc's harley quinn the joker and the suicide squad rampage onto the stage of isekai and the new original anime series from warner brothers japan and wit Studios, suicide squad isekai the most maddening worlds collide in an epic and violent fantasy with the strongest lineup of anime creators isekai again of course means another world and uh yeah let's see here we got eddie osada who does jujutsu kaisen and has done gintama episodes uh, directing the original anime at wit studio tape nagatsuki who's done rezero starting life in another world yo these are some big names that they got a bb prototype light novel writer okay another writer they're writing the scripts manga artist akira amano who's done ed alive oh yeah oh my god akira amano i forgot that was one of the announcements too with this that akira amano the person that's done hitman reborn is doing character designs for this thing and it definitely shows so i'm not even gonna lie they drew the announcement art featuring harley quinn which we could take a look right here real quick that looks so freaking good akira amano being in this position is where they belong if they're not gonna do another manga if hitman reborn was there hoorah so to speak well 
technically they're doing the Ron Komonohashi, but I haven't got into that just yet. But if they're not going to do a big jump battle series or whatnot, I love seeing Akira Mano because their character designs, their art in particular, is just amazing and incredible. And uh, yeah, they're doing uh, the original character designs. And Naoto Hosoda, who's done Seiren Digimon the movie, is designing the characters. Uh, Kenichiro Suehiro, who's done ReZero, Starting Life in Another World, Golden Kamui, Undead Unluck, is composing them. And Shinya... Suruoka is serving as the animation producer from Warner Brothers Japan and that's I ain't gonna lie all-star team the trailer looks incredible if you have not seen the trailer yet highly recommend you check it out you probably seen clips all over the place as I talk about this thing with the Joker Harley Quinn it just looks like it's going to be fantastic this is one anime that I don't know if there's any source material to it at all or if it's an original no, I think it's an original they said right like this is going to be fantastic nothing to be spoiled on just a great freaking time with studio at the helm of this thing i'm glad that they're connected with dc maybe that means that they're getting the bag and they could get out of that four million dollar debt that they were in like a year back like this is all just epic wins and yeah i've always said that honestly when it comes to dc they may not be able to rival marvel in the live action world they may have failed a lot when it comes to competing with marvel in the live action arena but when it comes to animation when they you know put their foot into it anything is possible and right now the fact that they're teaming up with wit studio aka the people that's done attack on titan seasons one through three ranking of kings they're doing spy family right now big big wins this trailer looks great i'm excited i can't freaking wait shout outs to wit studio baby let's go Oh, I can't wait to see Harley Quinn. Moving forward, we got a little uh, sneak insight into what went down at Anime Expo for Attack on Titan and Hell's Paradise Studio Mappa. Animation Production Studio Mappa hosted two panels at Anime Expo this year, both sponsored by Crunchyroll. Yo, they get in the bag. The first panel featured studio CEO Manabu Otsuka and executive director and rights management director Makoto Kimura who answered questions. The second panel included Campfire Cooking in Another World with My Absurd Skill Director Kiyoshi Matsuda and Hell's Paradise Director Kaori Makita expanding the guest list. With the- While the highlight of these panels was a new preview for the Attack on Titan Final Season Chapters 2 Part 2, they also covered upcoming original projects from the studio and provided rare insights into the production of some of the most high-profile anime of the season. The Attack on Titan Finale Part 2 preview was brief, but showcased scenes from the main cast's fight against Eren in his founding Titan form. Yes, I have seen that trailer. It was only about like... 30 to 40 seconds to be honest with you very very short trailer it starts off you see Armin there with like smoke around him you see a couple different things and then it's like a very grim vocal from Mikasa at the end but still pretty much gets you excited it appears the anime conclusion will remain unchanged and generally follow the divisive closing events of the manga Mikasa's final words in the trailer I'll see you again Eren oh just hearing that I my heart mirror her dialogue at the climax of the manga's final battle the special is scheduled for release in the fall of this year other upcoming projects discussed in these panels include the original series buchi Buchigiri, directed by Hiroko Utsumi, and the original film Alice to Teresa no Maboroshi Kojo, directed by Mari Okada. Buchigiri is described as a story of delinquents meets Arabian Nights. 
That sounds kind of interesting. As explained by panel host and managing editor of Crunchyroll News, Kyle Cardine, fans of Hiroko Utsumi's other series such as Free, Skate the Infinity, and Banana Fish will be delighted to know that this anime will be a new entry into the emerging hot guys doing hot things genre. Oh god. Okay, it's a skip. <laughs> Maboroshi's trailer was far more somber than the Buchigiri preview, and the film is described as an apocalyptic love story. It appears to draw on themes related to the global COVID pandemic and the corresponding quarantine. The story revolves around a small town where residents are unable to leave or even change after a mysterious explosion in a local factory. Japanese singer-songwriter Miyuki Nakajima performs the film's main theme, marking her first contribution to anime production. The film is set to be released in two months, with Kimura stating, the film truly represents the world and what we're living in right now. And Otsuka adding, we and MAPA are going to work hard to get it out there for you all. During director Kiyoshi Matsuda's time on stage for Campfire Cooking in Another World with My Absurd Skill, insights into the anime's unique production were shared. All of the cooking scenes in the anime are based on recordings of professional cooks preparing the featured meals in a studio. Through rotoscoping, this footage is translated into the anime and contributes to the mouth-watering depiction of food in the show. Matsuda emphasizes that this process is not a shortcut as considerations must be made for how the cooking translates to an outdoor environment. In particular, Matsuda mentions that scenes involving cooking in the evening proved particularly challenging but rewarding due to the darker color palette of a nighttime scene, making it harder for the food to stand out. Kaori Makita, director of Hell's Paradise Express Relief after the first season and her excitement at being able to attend the Anime Expo before starting work on the already confirmed second season. In the process of adapting the popular manga into an anime, Makita described how her production team gave special consideration to depicting Gabi Maru's struggle in his fight against Zujin in episode 9. She also emphasized that the fact that the gods appearing in the series aren't divine is what drew her and her team to the manga. And honestly, it just sounds like Mappa is really cooking. Let him cook. Let them cook. I need to get back into Health Paradise. I've been saying that. I need to get back into this. I need to get back into that. What is happening to me? I, although a, a nice Hell's Paradise marathon, especially if the dub is out. I think I'm going to go with that. I think I'm going to watch a Hell's Paradise dub. Why not? Moving forward, finally, 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 finally. I've been talking about this for I don't even know how long. Has it been a year? Has it been two years? I don't know. It's been a long time. But finally, My Hero Ultra Rumble game reveals a full release. The official website for Bandai Namco Entertainment's My Hero Ultra Rumble, aka My Hero Academia Ultra Rumble in Japan, Battle Royale-style action game revealed last Thursday that the game will release this fall. The free-to-play game will be available on PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC via Steam. Bandai Namco Entertainment is developing the game. The game launched as an open beta on May 25th and ended on June 2nd. The game will center on eight teams of three players, each battling it out in each match. Characters in the game will use their quirks to do battle. Bandai Namco will make costumes and skins available for the characters. And I'm gonna lie, I'm really, really excited for this. I've been saying this for a long time. It looks like it's kind of Fortnite style. Not a big fan of, you know, Fortnite. I don't really rock with Fortnite like that. I leave that to my kiddos or whatnot. And even that, they're not really that big into Fortnite nowadays. But this My Hero Academia Ultra Rumble game, it looks exciting. It doesn't look like it's the greatest gameplay, but I could imagine having a blast with some of my guys. I'd be like, yo, Siobhan, yo, H, let's play a little My Hero Academia. It'd be dope if they had character customization. I'm just saying, I doubt they're going to do that, but it'd be fire to create your own character and just run in there and start fighting against, you know, the My Hero Academia cast. Although they're probably not going to do that because they're going to probably try and shoot for DLCs and all that and if you have character creation you're probably not going to want to do DLCs 
Moving forward, big, 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 big news. Big news. Viz Media to publish manga one shot about Naruto's father. So essentially, you can be assured, even though I had no doubt in my mind, that you're going to be able to read the Minato spinoff manga as soon as it's out in Japan. But also, more than likely, that means that we're going to get a physical volume of it probably in a year and a half or something like that. But even bigger than that, because Cool Beans totally expected that no questions in my mind like they're not going to publish something big naruto related what world are we in they're releasing naruto shippuden's anime on blu-ray for the first time that is major considering the fact that i want to say it was like four years ago now i sold my entire naruto shippuden dvd collection i was like they're gonna put out blu-ray eventually and finally they're putting out blu-ray in fact i need to go back and buy all the blu-rays of naruto og there's certain series that i have no problem with buying the blu-rays for even if they're a little lengthy and naruto is one of them this media announced during its panel at anime expo on sunday that it will publish Musashi kishimoto's new one-shot manga featuring naruto uzumaki's father minato namikaze on july 17th so it's going to be on July 17th, but isn't it coming out in Japan Ju- July 16th? I don't know how that works, but yeah, you can expect it July 17th on the Shonen Jump app. That's going to be absolute fire. I can't wait to read it. I'm not going to lie. I'm so freaking hyped. I might even talk about spoilers. I don't know. Go check the Fenebo World channel. Hey. The company also revealed that it will begin releasing the Naruto Shippuden anime on Blu-ray disc for the first time, starting with the first set of 20 episodes after training on the road with Jiraiya of the Sanin. Naruto is back in the village hidden in the leaves and ready to show off his new skills. Naruto Shippuden Set 1 releases October 17th, 2023 on Blu-ray and digital. Which, super missed opportunity. Super missed opportunity. Whoever did this, please get out of the office. Fire him. Why not release it October 10th on Naruto's birthday? Literally one week exactly could have been on Naruto's birthday. Hey, the prodigal son returns in Shippuden same day as Naruto's birthday. Why wait an extra week? That's honestly a big, big, big fumble right there. I'm just saying. But yeah, that's something. And also, I, 27 episodes, dog. Naruto Shippuden is like hundreds. What is it? 500 episodes or something? I, I don't even know. It's absolutely ridiculous. So... 27 episodes why not just put out 50 episode box sets and i get it you got to make your money back and all that stuff from the licensing and you know hero with the remastering process well no they don't even got to remaster because it was all created in hd anyways i want to say like why not just put oh, 50 episode box sets would be a lot of hell 100 episode box sets would be great get a few box sets i'll pay the price whatever you want as long as it's not too much, I'll, I'll pay the price. 100 bucks, you know what I'm saying? 100 episodes. But yeah, 27 episode box sets starting October 17th. I might dip or I might even wait until they have like a complete series. I don't know. I, I want it though. I'll, I definitely want it. I'll say that. Moving forward, we briefly touched up on it in the MAPPA announcements, but Attack on Titan, the final season part four anime reveals a trailer. Again, the staff for the Attack on Titan final season anime revealed the official trailer for the Attack on Titan final season part four, aka Crunchyroll's title is Attack on Titan season, the final chapter special two. Oh my god, it's such a headache, the naming on this. At Anime Expo's MAPPA Crunchyroll panel on Sunday, and yeah, we talked about it already, why not? Next up, very, very excited about this. Apparently, we discussed this, I don't know, months back when it was first leaked and announced. Original Naruto anime's brand new episodes are premiering on September 3rd. 
The official Twitter account for the Naruto anime franchise announced on Sunday that the four brand new episodes for the original Naruto anime will begin airing in Japan on September 3rd. First of the four new episodes will get a live screening at Makuhari Messe event hall in Chiba on September 3rd. Tickets go on sale on July 18th. Boy, I wish I could watch them there. The new episodes commemorate the original anime's 20th anniversary, which debuted in October 2002. And the Naruto franchise, of course, includes multiple TV anime, anime films, original video, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, September 3rd, the OG Naruto episodes that I've been telling you guys about for a little bit now is going to be happening. And I once again got to stress that I am beyond static and excited to see OG Naruto. I would have liked some new The Last Era or maybe some stories from like the Boruto era that has nothing to do with Boruto because those are kind of cool. But OG Naruto, let's see what's happening here. That would be freaking fire and Starting September 3rd, we got four episodes to look forward to. I'll probably uh, watch them live over on my Twitch, twitch.com slash Tim Roosevelt. Go over there and follow because I stream all the time. Aside from Fendever News, majority of content you see of me out there on the interwebs stems from twitch.com slash Tim Roosevelt. So go there and follow and all of that good stuff. We have a great time uh, two to three times a week. And since we're in the ballpark of talking a little Naruto's Naruto, Naruto X Boruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections game trailer highlights story. Bandai Namco Entertainment unveiled a new trailer for the Naruto X Boruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections game during its Anime Expo panel on Saturday. The trailer highlights the game's story, including the two original characters, Nanashi and Murs, and is available in both English and Japanese audio. And if you have not seen the trailer for this, I can assure you that if nothing else sold you on Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections, this definitely will, because based off the trailer, you see... Hokage Naruto and Sasuke going at it. It looks as though Hokage Naruto is potentially under some sort of mind control. Potentially via that girl Nanashi that is a new character. There's this dude that is a pain fanatic with like bandages over his eyes. He looks like he could potentially be an Uchiha. Honestly, the story alone looks like this could have been a freaking movie. I'm kind of disappointed that this wasn't released as a movie. And they're kind of putting it in Storm Connections. It's like, ah, uh, this would have been the biggest, craziest movie in the world. Naruto and Sasuke fighting in the Boruto era. I want it. I want it. Why in the game, though? Either way, between that, uh, having Baruyama, Naruto, uh, Kawaki, all of these elements that they're adding into it, Storm Connections definitely has me sold. I'm very much so excited for it. And this trailer did, yet again, an incredible job at saying, yo, this game is coming. And honestly, this should have been either the first trailer, the second trailer, I don't know, just anything, but relive the storm series should have not been the first trailer i'm just saying like hey here's two dlc characters because oh yeah they got uh ashra and indra in the game i forgot about that as well but this is way more hype i cannot wait to play that story mode i hope we don't have to play through all of storm one through storm four in order to get to that stuff like i want to play that immediately but they probably are gonna do us dirty no like, fam, how many hours of gaming is that? I mean, I'm going to probably skip every cutscene I possibly can to get there, but jeez louise. Either way, we'll see. Uh, Naruto X Boruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections new trailer looks incredible. Moving forward, this is probably the collaboration that in 100 trillion years nobody ever could have predicted because Spy Family is getting a collaboration project with, get ready for it, drumroll, please. Uh, Street Fighter 6. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> All right, folks, take out your Anime Expo bingo cards. Did anyone have a Spy Family and Street Fighter 6 collaboration on there? It's okay. We didn't either. Toho Animation announced at its panel at Anime Expo on Saturday that Capcom's Street Fighter 6 fighting game is getting a collaboration with the upcoming Geki Joban Spy Family Code White anime film. Capcom's Chisato Mita drew the illustration picture below, and it has uh, your fighting and i think that's what chun li chun li and it says spy family code white and yeah i ain't gonna lie it's wild a hundred trillion years never thought i'd see this and i wonder are they gonna have like dlc of like anya and street fighter or something oh god <laughs> that would be crazy that would be uh, very very much so like nani sore sore wa desu ka? but yeah street fighter x spy family why not Next up, huge news! Jujutsu Kaisen is finally getting its first console game ever! Jujutsu Kaisen manga gets Jujutsu Kaisen Cursed Clash 2v2 fighting game. Bandai Namco Entertainment announced at its Anime Expo panel on Saturday that it is producing a 2-on-2 fighting game based on Gege Akutami's Jujutsu Kaisen manga titled Jujutsu Kaisen Curse Clash. Bandai Namco Entertainment did not announce a release date for the game, but revealed that the game will be on PC via Steam, Switch, Xbox One, Xbox Series XS, PS4, and PS5. Biking Inc. is developing the game, and if you've seen the trailer, the trailer doesn't look the greatest in the world per se in terms of gameplay the graphics look okay it looks like Jujutsu Kaisen fans will probably have a decent time by the Namco Entertainment describes the game the arena brawls in Jujutsu Kaisen Curse Clash lets fans play through and relive the original story and action of Jujutsu Kaisen where protagonist Yuji Itadori and a cast of unforgettable characters defend humanity against monsters known as curses in modern day Japan the game remains faithful to the original work with visuals inspired by the series distinct aesthetics with a selection of more than 15 favorite fighters to choose from and featuring intense action and explosive animations. In Jujutsu Kaisen Curse Clash, players will be able to select their own 2v2 teams, each capable of executing a wide array of powerful tag team attacks and combos. Different characters' combinations will have unique synergies and power dynamics. By completing battles, players increase their fighters' power level, unlocking stronger attacks as they progress. And yeah, the description sounds amazing trailer looked okay i ain't gonna lie just as a jujutsu kaisen fan i might pick it up just because hey we've been waiting and 2v2 is kind of interesting of a concept but ultimately getting a little little winded of these you know action battle arena video games is like can we get a jrpg can we get a platformer can we get something unique and different something else other than the same type of game and i think it's being developed by the same people that did one's justice so moving forward very very big news very very excited about this pluto anime's new trailer reveals october 26th debut more cast and staff netflix announced during its panel at anime expo on saturday that the animated series of the legendary god Tier mangaka Naoki Urasawa's Pluto manga will debut on October 26th. The event also revealed the full cast and staff. The Pluto manga is Urasawa and producer Takashi Nagasaki's seinen drama reimagining of the world depicted in Osama Tezuka's manga Astro Boy. The series ran in Shogakugan's big comic original magazine from 2003 to 2009 and it has eight compiled book volumes. The manga has been translated and published in 20 countries including France and the United States. Biz 
Media, which released the manga in North America, describes the story as follows. In a distant future where sentient humanoid robots pass for human, someone or something is out to destroy the seven great robots of the world. Europol's top detective, Gessitz, is assigned to investigate these mysterious robot serial murders. The only catch is that he himself is one of the seven targets. Universal Pictures and Illumination Entertainment acquired the film rights from Tezuka Productions for a planned live-action computer graphics hybrid film of Pluto back in 2000. And I am beyond ecstatic excited for this one because it's Naoki Urasawa. If you've ever seen Monster, then you know Naoki Urasawa is incredible. 20th Century Boys, Pluto, Billy Bat, this man, he has not missed and I am through the roof for October to come, October 26th for Pluto. Moving forward, we got a little more of a sneak peek into Hiro Mashima, the creator of Fairy Tales, new manga, Dead Rock, as he shares a new gorgeous poster of the series. And again, it just looks incredible. We've already seen that image of the main character. We now got a color of that one character with the long hair. Another one, well, a facial feature of the character that was real, real busty. And then just in general, I gotta lie, this looks better than Eden Zero and it looks better than the Fairy Tale cast as well. I'm shocked and kind of saddened that this is not going to be a long runner it's a monthly series that's going to be short-lived i hope it's successful enough to make hero say you know what i want to keep it going because this looks really cool and yeah i'm dying to read the first chapter i will probably do a live reading of it and talk about it over on my twitch channel twitch.com slash tim roosevelt um because i am through the roof of this i cannot freaking wait uh to read this this looks so cool Obviously, the artwork for Dead Rock is hard to mistake as it features Mashima's famous style. Loaded with men and women leads, Dead Rock will rope leaders into a supernatural story with ease. After all, the new manga follows a group of students as they enter Dead Rock, a renowned demon academy. The school promises to train up the demon world's biggest warriors, so competition is fierce among students. So as you can imagine, Dead Rock will have lots to do during its short run. At this time, no word has been given on when Dead Rock will end, but we know the manga's first chapter is now live. Ooh, it's live? I didn't know it was live. Is it live in English? Mashima has said this new series will be a short one, so don't expect it to go on like Eden Zero. After all, the weekly sci-fi series is ongoing, and Mashima has rolled out more than 200 chapters since it began. If this is good, I ain't gonna lie. I would prefer that Mashima change his mind and keep this going and say, Ah, Eden Zero, you did your thing because... The designs of this one just look so badass. These are like the best designs I think Hiromashima has ever done. Period. Like these just look so freaking good. Wow. Long live Hiromashima. Moving forward. Yes. Junji Ito's Uzumaki anime is apparently still in the works. Despite the fact that it was announced four years ago. And we had like one trailer and nothing else. At this year's Anime Expo during the production IG panel, the president of the studio, Maki Terashima Furuta, confirmed that Uzumaki was still in production. Terashima Furuta also spilled the beans that Uzumaki might have new footage and updates to share at this year's San Diego Comic-Con. With Junji Ito himself set to appear at the upcoming convention, it would definitely make for a good time to reveal new details about the cursed anime. Please do. Please do. I literally have a video four years ago of me like, hey guys, an Uzumaki anime is coming and still nothing. And I get it, the pandemic slowed things down and whatnot. Stop already. No more pandemic excuse. Get to it. We're dying for it. It's a freaking, you know, tsunami. We are craving for Uzumaki. This is the anime that every single Halloween people will tune into Tsunami just for Uzumaki. Please bring that bad boy over. We are we are very much so excited for it, okay? That I say that coming from the, the heart of a fan. Solely and, and truly. I just, Uzumaki, we want it. Ah! 
honestly very, very happy to get that update. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. They even said, regarding Uzumaki, please share this post widely and do not believe anything other than what I or Clark Nova say. This project is definitely happening. So it has not been scrapped. It has not been canceled. And probably here within the next couple episodes of Forever News, I will be telling you guys, yo, look, new images, new trailer. It's really happening. Yahoo! Okay, people, let's slow things down with the weekly Shonen Jump author comments. Starting with Gage Akutami from Jujutsu Kaisen. Why are Itadori's little finger and ear drawn? You made a mistake. It happens. You have one of the most detailed and honestly hard to explain manga out there. It's okay, Gage. We, we, we're cool with it. Then we got uh, Ikuo Hachia from Icehead Gill. I'm really enjoying Icehead Gill. I usually uh, talk about it and read it over on my twitch.com slash Tim Roosevelt live streams. We do those like a couple times a week. And I read the chapters of Icehead Gill and I'm really enjoying it. You should go uh, follow me over there. Thanks to everyone who is supporting me. My friends and family have pitched in too. Dude, I want to see you win. Okay, you're one of the first new Shonen Jump series that I'm rocking with from the start since they canceled Hunter's Guild Red Hood and Ayashimon I want to see you win we got Hajime Komodo author of Martial Magic and Muscles sorry for all the troubles I've caused over the years thank you so much oh this is his exit comment that's right because Marshall ended uh, you didn't cause any troubles you have been fantastic um, I'm saddened to see you go I heard that the ending was actually fitting and dope so I'm looking forward to that when I get to it but thank you so much Hajime Komodo it's kind of saddening to say that this is going to be until they return if they return the last time I will be reading a Marshall Magic and Muscles Hajime Komodo author comment yeah I'm sad wow thank you so much for uh, your contributions to the world of shonen manga and uh Hope to see you again soon. If not, thank you for what you've done. Uh, Mission Yozakura family's Hitsuji Gandaira. What a great choice of Bachelorette and Roxanne from Matsuko. My personal favorite is The Sheltering Sky. Cool beans. The Elusive Samurai's Yusei Matsui. My editor brought me uni for research purposes. I really needed it for art reasons. So delicious. Okay, alright. Sakamoto Day's Yuto Suzuki. When I bring up magnets, I struggle with the difference between fantasy and reality. Maybe it's a little late to think about that. Just go for it. Why not, Yuto? We, we rock with Sakamoto. Hey, we be smoking on that Sakamoto haze. Nah, I'm just kidding. We don't smoke over here. Just just a joke, mate. Relax. It's a ball. Kill Blue, Taratoshi Fujimaki. We're on the ninth floor, but there was a mantis in my studio. It really tried to intimidate me. It went, Shaw. We got New Age Exorcist, Kota Kawe. Congratulations on the conclusion of Mashu, Komodo Sensei. It was an honor to be in the same magazine. Hey, that's dope. That's the first person that actually showed love to Mashu. Magic and Muscles, what the hell? Martial Master Asumi Kawada. There was an error in chapter one. Sparkling, was I talking about water? I'll fix it in the graphic novel release. Damn, you're already making mistakes on chapter one, homie. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Miraboko Shuhei Miyazaki. The final episode of the anime aired. There were some performances that I didn't know about and they cracked me up, but I think I've seen them somewhere. I thought the anime already wrapped itself up. I might have just seen all that was available at the time. I mean, I didn't see nothing. I'm just saying it hasn't been officially licensed yet. I don't know what I'm talking about. Blue Box Kojimura. I saw Kaibutsu. Yuko Tanaka's acting got to me. The music was amazing too. We got Witch Watch's Kenta Shinohara. I switched to two 4K monitors and needed to make some changes around my desk area. Yo, having some 4K monitors sounds fire. Akanebanashi's Yuki Tsunaga. I watched Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. It was too good. It was, wasn't it? It was like the greatest movie ever. I freaking love that movie so much. The Ichinose Family's Deadly Sins by Tizen 5. 
Hasn't it gotten a lot more summer-like? Please enjoy chapter 31, right? It went from like, yo, it doesn't feel like summer to, oh my god, it's too hot, I'm melting. Wah, wah, wah. Undead unlocks Yoshifumi Tuzuka. Volume 17 is now on sale in Japan. I went with a camouflage design. There's some Sean before and after material included. Check it out. Cypher Academy's Nisio Isen. I'd like to thank Muraoka-san who has found so many code errors and has guided us until now. Tenmaku Cinema Yuto Sukuda. I love the Ramune flavored ice cream bars from the convenience store. I think I'll be eating a ton of them this summer. Fabricant 100's Daisuke Enoshima. I went to the Kabukicho Tower. For some reason, there's different pleasant smells on each floor. The second floor is my favorite. Do retries Jun Kirarazaka. I wrote what I wanted to become when I grew up in a preschool diary or something. Apparently, I wanted to sell calendars. <laughs> we got Kazue Kato Blue Exus. Volume 29 is out now in Japan. Please check it out. Seraph of the Ends Yamato Yamamoto. Volume 30 is now out in Japan. Please check it out. Damn, they, they're going heavy to promote this stuff. We got World Triggers Dice. Ashihara. Big news for me in June. Shiogamai Kogamai has ended. Snack Basu is getting an anime. The world keeps moving forward. Okay. And the last comment Twin Star Exorcist Yoshiaki Sukeono. These days I've started exposing myself to more ideas from the outside. It's made working on my script so much smoother. Why didn't I start doing this earlier? Cool beans. I will say this. It's a shame that only one author congratulated Hajime Komodo. Who was the author, man? Hold on. I gotta. Look real quick. Yeah, Nui's Exorcist is the only one, Kota Kawai, that congratulated Hajime Komodo for being the last big battle series in Shonen Jump that did 5 million. Like, outside of that, everything else is from, like, Black Clover's generation and Jujutsu Kaisen generation and on. Why is nobody else giving homie congrats for lasting this long and doing his thing and getting an anime and stuff like that? Kind of crusty. I don't know. Maybe he rubbed people the wrong way, though. Who knows? Maybe there was a Christmas party where homie was doing the Tootsie Roll and got carried away. You never know. But yeah, people, those were the Weekly Shonen Jump author comments. Definitely a very interesting one. And once again, thank you so much, Hajime Kamo for being a real pleasure with uh, martial magic and muscles okay people and let's close this bad boy off with the top 50 best-selling manga of the week courtesy of jose underscore kev and let's see we got 50 through 41 i have no idea what kaze densetsu bukomi no taku is but there's volume 9 and 10 new editions and yeah it's seemingly like an older manga and it did 12.6 12.7 okay cool beans we got oshinoko Still in the mix with volume 2 at 13.3k, total 610k. I ain't gonna lie, I read the description for Oshinoko of what it's about, and I like I really read it and understood. And I was like, kinda doesn't sound right. Like a gynecologist that is a fan of a 16-year-old pop idol. Can anybody elaborate on what the heck is going on with Oshinoko? Because I was excited to get into it, and when I actually started researching, I'm like, maybe I shouldn't. I don't know. Let me know. But Oshinoko Volume 10, 9, 8, all hitting places 44, 43, and 41 with 14.2, 14.3, and 14.6K sold. Then going to places 40 through 31, we got more Oshinoko at number 38, Volume 7, 15K. Uh, Oshinoko, golly, bro. If it is on some, you know, nasty stuff, it's selling a lot. So the Japanese are really digging it. Uh, Oshinoko Volume 11, Volume 6. Both doing, again, 15.4, 15.5. 
Arsen Senki, volume 19, in 18 days, 125k, not bad. That's, uh, well, partially one of the creators of it is Hiromu Arakawa, author of Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, Oshinoko, volume 1, doing 16.6 this week, 677k total. Not bad, not bad. Although, again, I don't know. Oshinoko, volume 4 and 5 at 29.28, doing 16.8, 16.9. Okay, all right, I see you. And we got at place 22. Hikaru ga Shinda Natsu, Volume 3, in 24 days, 149K. I don't know, something about that cover, man. And number 21, Out, which I believe is a sports series. I want to say it's football. Volume 24, in 6 days, 18.6K sales. Not bad at all. We got places 20 through 11. Four Nights of the Apocalypse, Volume 12, in 11 days, 48.8K not too bad, I ain't gonna lie. I'm excited the anime is uh, announced here soon, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we got One Punch Man, Volume 28, in 24 days, 264,000 copies sold. Good stuff. Volume 12 of Atelier of Witch Hat, uh, 21.3K in 4 days. I've been wanting to get into that one. That's one that I want to check out, so I might do that soonish. Solo Leveling, Volume 13 at 13, in 4 days, 21.9, almost 22K. That's crazy because it's not even a Japanese manga and it's on the charts good stuff uh number 12 world trigger volume 26 in 24 days 338k with 22.5 this week world trigger fans show up when you get a cult following like that they show up for you i'm, I'm just saying and we got top 10 top 10 top 10 top 10 we got major second volume 26 in 10 days 46.9k good stuff yo fukashi no uta volume 16 i don't know that cover looks interesting in 10 days 60k with 32k this week all right we see you Volume uh, 27 of Villain Saga in four days, 34.9, almost 35K uh, at number six. All right, we see you, Villain Saga. I need to get back into that anime too. There's so much to watch. In fifth place, we have My Hero Academia Volume 38 in 24 days, 546K. My Hero's still selling. That's <laughs> probably why it doesn't uh, end. Uh, we got number four, Hiromu Arakawa, author of Fumero Alchemist's new manga, new battle series, Yomi no Sugai, volume four, and 14 days, 154K, certified a hit. It's a hit, dog. It's Hiromu Arakawa got one, baby, let's go. At number two, we got the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Crazy Diamond Demonic Volume 3, aka the Diamond is Unbreakable spinoff series. Seven days, 43.1K, not bad. And at number one, Uma Musume Cinderella Grey Volume 11 in seven days, 83K. So, pretty interesting list. Definitely interesting stuff. No, I rocks with it. I rocks with it. All right. And yeah, people, that's all we have for this episode. Thanks for watching. I'm Fnub World. And as always, people, have an awesome day. And remember the golden rule. Anime and manga for life. Bye. Have an awesome day. Peace. And you guys just watched another episode of Forever News. Have an awesome day. Make sure to check out my album, The Rise of Tim Roosevelt, out now. And hit that subscribe button and that bell while you're here. Just saying. Have an awesome one. Peace and Yes, this is for my day one. Gotta be clear. Still moving on, baby, but I wish she was here. Still moving on, baby, but I gotta get there.